0: Joining us right now on the On Sports Show Hotline and to talk about the 2021 high school football season and the Bozeman Hawks, it is head coach Levi Weshi. Coach, it is great to chat with you once again. Hope you are doing well.
1: Yeah, I am, and thanks for having me on, especially since you're in Florida now.
0: <laughs> well, I like I said, Coach, I mean, I just love covering the A, And, you know, since I know all of you coaches, I just figured let's just keep rolling this thing, even though now I'm a couple hours ahead of you guys. Uh, so, like I guess said, Coach, it's always a pleasure. I know we've been doing this, I think, I want to say three or four years now that I've had you at least on one time uh, to chat about Bozeman Hawk football. So I always appreciate when you take the time.
1: Yeah, and I appreciate being on, man. I love what you do for Double A football and getting our, our brand out there.
0: Uh, Coach, let's start with this. Obviously, last year, you know, 2020, that was a very, very interesting year, very, very different year. So many ways to describe it. But if someone were to ask you to describe what it was like coaching during COVID and in the year 2020, how would you describe it?
1: Um, Challenging. I think, you know, I think it was a very challenging year. You know, for us, especially with our protocols, we were, you know, taking temperatures, you know, before we ever got on a bus. We were taking temperatures before we ever started practice. Um, you know, we had no locker room at all situation. Kids were dressing out and just coming to the field, you know, even combining that with teaching where we were two days with one group of kids then day off then two days with another group of kids. You know, I, I think it was just very challenging from a coaching standpoint, from a, from a player standpoint, I think it got really hard to find a groove at times. And, and the worst part is, is it's very challenging and it was frustrating and you're trying to give the kids an experience similar to what you're always giving kids. Mm-hmm. And you can't. And, um, but you also have to be very grateful that anything's even happening because there's a lot of states that didn't even have football. So so while you're, you're being challenged and frustrated with what you can't give the kids, you know, you really have to look at it like how lucky are we right now that we have this opportunity because not everybody does.
0: No question about that, and really grateful that you guys were able to get one season in and get the entire season. I know we missed a couple of games in there as well, but just glad that the season was able to get in all the way through and get a state champion, get some playoffs in, which you guys were part of last year as well. And with that, Coach, going into this summer, obviously last year there was a time you didn't even see your kids. It was all Zoom meetings, things like that, but now that's different a little bit. How's summer training been like? Has it gotten back to normal? Does it kind of feel like what you did in 2019?
1: Yeah, it feels a lot more normal this year, you know, Um, especially once we lifted the mask mandate here in Bozeman right at the end of the school year. Um, I I feel like we've been back on pace with what we normally do, and and it's been really, really nice. You know, you're you're around the kids more often than you were before. Um, There's less stressors, I think, on the kids right now, and they're really enjoying that, so – It's been a really fun and exciting summer for us here in Bozeman, and I'm just very grateful with where we're at right now.
0: Coach, you guys have done some seven-on-sevens, and you've done the Bobcat camp. Let's talk about that Bobcat camp. What did you take away from it?
1: Um, You know, I I took away from us that, you know, we're we're a young team, but, man, we have some really good upside. The the issue is when we're playing as many young kids as we are, as a coaching staff, we're going to have to be patient and realize that mistakes are going to be made, and we've really got to coach those kids through those mistakes. And then just making sure that the our athletes understand that if they continue to do things the right way, that they're a dangerous team. Um, but when you continually, if you're going to continually make the same mistakes, you're going to continually pay for it. So it's a, it was a great growing process for us. But I learned, I guess, from going there that we can compete with anybody that we're put up against because I thought there was some really great talent at the, at our camp this year, and and um, we were everybody was knocking heads pretty good. It was a very competitive field.
0: Coach, obviously Gallatin now in year two, uh, you know, that's obviously changed the dynamic there in Bozeman. As you're about, you've got a young team. In years past, it feels like you guys have always had an experienced team. Does that feel any different this year, say, compared to years past? Does it feel really like a youthful team? Or is it kind of just – I know with the COVID stuff we were talking about, but as, as a roster, as you kind of go into it, looking at it, the way you see things, does it kind of feel as it has in years past, or does it feel a little different?
1: You know, I I would say this year to me feels very similar to our 2017 team when we graduated. Like, I think we graduated 20-some seniors that year, and we had a bunch of new faces. Um, You know, I think the difference this year is, I think I'm a little more prepared as a head coach to handle that transition. I think my staff is a little bit more experienced and ready to handle that transition. Um, So, I would say it's very similar to a year we to the 2017 year for us. But on that same note, like I said, I think we're more prepared and. These these kids have been exciting, and for me, to be honest with you, we kind of knew where we were at going into the off season the last few years, and it's kind of been exciting this off season to not know. You know, we got a lot of growing to do, and our our ceiling's extremely high, but um, we really don't know what we're going to be, in you know, until the season kind of plays out for us.
0: Coach, that aspect of it, because obviously everyone thinks about all the the things that that really kind of go into football, but the actual creativity that it allows you to do with the roster, as you talk about those ceilings for these new players, these young players that you're going to have coming up uh, this season, how exciting does that make you when you're sitting in your office and you're drawing up plays or you're drawing up schemes to look at and get ready for the season?
1: Well, I think it keeps it fresh and new. You know, our offense and our defense always changes a little bit every year, you know, but I, I mean... I would say in this off season, especially, we've had to be a little bit more creative, and in some of the ways that we're going to attack teams on offense and even defensively, we're we're having to experiment with a few new things here and there. And to be honest with you, it, it livens up the room a little bit, and it feels fresh, it feels fun. I mean, you want to be you want to be as close to the, the the principles and the basics that you've had all this time that have helped us be very successful over the last few years. But at that same point, you know. Finding a new way to win, or because there's so many different ways you can win in this league, finding a new way, and 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 like you said, releasing some of that creativity is is extremely exciting. So it's been a really really fun off season for us.
0: Right now, we're with the head coach of the Bozeman Hawks, Levi Weshi, as he is breaking down the upcoming 2021 high school football season for us and giving us a preview of his team as uh, they get ready uh, to try and get back to the state championship game, only a year removed from their state championship win. Uh, coach, uh, let's talk about your offense. Uh, you've had some great quarterbacks in your time this year. Uh, you're, you've are got a quarterback room full of what I think is another great crop of quarterbacks. How is that quarterback room shaping up for you guys?
1: Um, right now we've got uh, two guys really competing for it, and that's Austin Baller and Jake uh, Casagranda. You know, and I, I would say right now Jake Jake is, is playing extremely well. Um, he's really settled in. He'll be a junior next year, and he just looks – you know, like he's had a couple of years of football under his belt. He just looks a little more comfortable and, um, he's got great arm strength. He, he can run a little bit. You know, he he can, he's got good height. He's about six three, so he can see the field. Um, and he, and he's really smart. He understands coverages really well and, and getting the ball to the right guy, you know, so he's been doing that extremely well. And then you got Austin on the other side, who's a very, he's kind of a physical kid. He's a lacrosse superstar. Um, you know, he, he's learning the position more and more every day. And I, I, I'm always impressed by how much he's taken in and the strides that he makes as a player. And, uh, you know, I think he's learning that picking up the varsity speed very quickly. I think he gets better every time he touches the field. So, you know, we got a good competition going right now, but I would say I, I'm very comfortable with our quarterback room and, and whoever we start, you know, I'm, I'm very confident in that player.
0: Coach, you've had 1,000-yard rushers in the past. You've had a great crop of running backs as well. Uh, this year, what's that running back room starting to look like?
1: Um, you know, we're going we're gonna to have a couple guys probably taking shots at the running back position. Um, you know, Jace Appleby took the majority of our carries at camp, and he looks great. And actually, we have an incoming freshman, Jake Jake and your brother Brady, who looked very good there as well. Um, Malloy Mayer took some carries for us and looked good. He'll be a sophomore. Um, he's also playing a little bit of linebacker for us too, so um, and he's kind of a different built running back. He kind of reminds me of Trace Bradshaw from our 2015 team. Like a really tall, heavy, heavy kid, just extremely physical, but pretty nimble on his feet. And then Jace, Jace is extremely fast. He's the fastest kid on our team. He's in that four, five, four, six range as a 40 yard time and um, extremely explosive. Um, we're going to definitely do some stuff out of the backfield, throwing the ball to him and whatnot. So um, he makes us a lot. but He makes us extremely dynamic at, at the running back position. So he'll move around quite a bit. But right now it's between those three guys with Jace kind of right now taking the, taking the lead.
0: What's Jace's summer been like so far, and what does he bring to your team um, as a person and in the locker room?
1: Uh, as far as on the field, he's been learning how to be a running back more than anything. You know, he's played primarily slot receiver, and linebacker for us in the past. And we've kind of moved him to free safety and running back now. Um, so he's been learning a couple new positions that I think he's playing really, really well at. And then, um, you know, as far as his leadership, he's a really quiet, kind of unsung guy. Um, he goes about his business. He's one of, he is pound for pound our strongest player. He's our fastest player. And I think when your best player like that is as quiet as he is and as humble as he is, it makes it really, really easy to um, feel good about where you're at.
0: Coach, taking a look at your skill positions, you got guys like Jackson Cotton, Avery Allen coming back for your team. Um, Mm -hmm. How big is it having those two guys, and and who are going to be some other guys that are going to be looking to step up into some key roles?
1: Uh, Yeah, you know, Jackson Cotton has improved a ton from last year. He was an honorable mention all-conference tight end last year, and he's only gotten better. He weighs about 215 now, so he's put on about 15 pounds of muscle. He's a lot faster, a lot more fluid. He's catching the ball better than he ever has. And maybe more importantly, he's handling first-level defenders a lot better in the run game as a tight end. Um, he's going to see a lot more time on defense, too. He had a few sacks for us last year. But he'll be a two-way-go guy that's really going to give us um, a lot. And I'm really excited to see him take off. You know, I think actually if we're talking about leadership, Jackson right now might be our best leader just as far as reaching out to our young guys and constantly, you know, embracing everybody. I have a great senior class. We don't have many. We only got 13. But those seniors, they embrace everybody. They're they're not a cliquish group at all, and they're going to do whatever it takes to win. So we've been very lucky in that aspect. You know, uh, uh, Avery Allen is just a freak show athlete. I don't know how else to say it. You know, he's a two-time state champion wrestler. If he can stay healthy, he'll probably be a four-timer. We haven't seen a lot of Avery this summer because he had a little bit of a of a knee injury but we finally got him back for fall for fall camp this week and he looks unbelievable. He's so fast. He just has a natural feel for the game. So he'll be him coming back at cornerback really helps a younger defense like ours be solid in the secondary with his leadership and communication ability and then he brings us big playability on the offensive side because I think Jason might be our fastest player. Avery's probably our second fastest player and he can really stretch the scene from the slot. So I really love what he brings to our team and his quiet leadership and strength. And like I said, the kid's nothing but a winner. He doesn't know anything else. So we love having that on the team.
0: I was going to say, Coach, interesting because you were, I want to go back to the tight end position for just a second because we're seeing some freakish athletes, I think, at, at that position in the double-A right now. You, you know, Crosstown, Rylan Schlepp over there, uh, Luke Bilau, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think of other guys. In uh, fact, Charlie and Joe Wyda over at Sentinel as well. How much have you seen a tight end position change in the last couple of years uh, in the double-A, or has it at all?
1: I think it's changed a lot. Um, you know, I think it used to be kind of a throwaway spot for a lot of teams. And I feel like Troy Purcell, our old head coach, was really one of the first guys that started to focus on that tight end spot as the guy that's going to stretch the seam and be a, an athlete that can really change change the field for everybody, you know. Um And I think everybody's doing it now because it does make sense. If you have that great athlete causing mismatches on linebackers and safeties and being able to be physical, um, it makes you that much of a better team right away. And we've been so blessed, you know, because we've gone from, Will Dis from Will Disley to um, Ryan Lonergan, who's playing for the Cats now, to Kenneth Iden and we've just been extremely loaded at that position. And I think Jackson fits in well with that group. He's that he's he's a really really good athlete that's not afraid to be physical.
0: Coach, uh, let's talk about the offensive line. you got the uh, Perkins brothers uh, on the front there. Uh, first off, let's just talk about that. A family dynamic, brothers on the offensive line. Uh, what's that been like, and how those two guys work together?
1: Well, they're pretty competitive with one another, to be honest with you. And I make sure I pit them against each other when we're doing one-on-one stuff because um, neither one wants to lose to the other one, and it's always a battle between the two of them. So they, they push each other to get the best out of one another, and I love that about them. You know, Jaden and Jaron both are going to start on the offensive line for us this year, and they'll probably both rotate at that nose position on defense. So um, they're going to play a lot. They're going to be a huge part of how good we are. I think both of them are very special, but especially Jaden right now, we've seen some really big clashes for him on defense. You know, he started last year as our nose guard, shoe, So he has that varsity, a little more varsity experience right now. But Jaron has really shown, too, on the offensive line, especially um, being able to come off collar blocks to second level. He looks He looked very, very solid, and I I know those two did really well in the big man competition up at uh, uh, MSU camp as well. So I I like the way that our line shapes up around those two guys.
0: Coach, interesting. You you bring up the uh, big man camp, and that's something that, you know, we talk about the seven and sevens, and those feel like they always get the highlights on social media and and video and all that type of stuff. But how much are you seeing camps for the offensive linemen and defensive linemen that are really helpful to help these guys uh, just take their game another level. I know you guys do what you do, obviously at your camps, but to get to get a little bit of experience, to see a little bit different competition, how, how much are you seeing in terms of camps for the big guys?
1: I think there's been a big increase. You know, when I first started here, there was only one, and it was at Rocky. They had the hmm. the Bear Big Man Camp, and that was the only thing we had. And now each university puts on a big man camp, um, and I think uh, Tech runs one now, and so does Rocky. So there's four right now. So you. Already quadrupled your opportunity. And actually, I know Carol runs one too, so there's five. You know, so there's, it's, it's a lot more, there's a lot more opportunities there to get better and coached in your field. Um, but also that there's more opportunity, I believe, to get scouted and recruited as well, which I think is really, really good. Cause I think those, those one-on-one eyes opportunities where you're actually right there physically in front of a coach mm-hmm. makes a huge difference in the recruiting trail.
0: Right now, we are with the head coach of the Bozeman Hawks, Levi Weshy as we are previewing the Bozeman Hawks here as we get ready for the 2021 high school football season in Class AA. Coach, take a look at your defense here. It's always great when you've got three impactful guys, and you've had that before. I know I've talked to you about at length about uh, Ken Iden. You had uh, Fedick there last year as well, one of the most feared pass rushing tandems I can think of recent history in AA football. Uh, but how is the defense shaping up for Bozeman?
1: You know, I think our strength is probably going to be our defensive line. Um, we got a returner there, obviously, and Jaden Perkins that knows that had a really great year for us, especially through the playoffs was, was a dominant force stopping the run. And then, you know, Jackson Cotton was our third leading kid in sacks last year. So he's back and he'll see more snaps. So I think you're only going to see his productivity come up. But we've got a bunch of young guys that are going to rotate into the defensive end spots that are freak show athletes. Uh, we got Luke Smith. He's gonna play a bunch of defensive end and a little bit of tight end too and receiver and um but he's you know six three, six four, long, he's got the frame, he's a very twitchy kid. Um and, you know, if he continues to build his physicality, I think he's gonna be hard to stop. Uh, we got Austin Slate, kind of the same build, you know, it's the same guy, I feel like. We got like three guys that are all built the same way. And then, you know, we have a, a kid that started on the offensive line first in the playoffs last year, Alden Mason, who's also gonna be playing some defensive end. And um, he's more of your your prototypical, I would think, five technique, um, you know, three four defensive end type kid. But he's very physical, extremely physical. And um, as long as his motor always matches his physicality, I think he's going to be a force on the field.
0: And then, coach, uh, on the back end there for you guys, uh, obviously Avery Allen being one of those guys. But on the back end, how's things looking? Really good. You know, I, and, um, we have to replace some longtime
1: starters for us. The, the Lang boys and, and, you know, uh, at court, we have had some really great corners the last few years and Tucker McBeth was great for us last year. I think he had eight interceptions or something like that. And, um, you know, and then we we're replacing Reed Stanish, who was probably the most physical free safety, you know, in the state last year as far as cutting guys down, going over the middle. So, um, you know, we're really going to miss those guys. Most of those guys are either two or three year starters. But, I mean, we got Bryson Zantos going to take one corner spot. We got Avery returning at the other corner spot. Both those guys are really great athletes with length. You know, Bryson's about six one and, and and really rangy, and he has a great feel for the ball. Um, Jace Appleby's going to be playing free safety, and he's not going to be the same kind of, you know, fearsome presence over the middle, putting down hits, but, you know, I think he's going to high point the ball really well. He's going to make plays on the ball in the air. He's going to be very sound and a good tackler, and then we moved uh Kendall Stromberg from corner to to our boundary safety, and he's it, taken that like a duck to water. He's made some really great plays over the summer, and just looked like, you know, that's where we should have been playing him all along, because he's so natural there, and that's been a really good feeling, too. So, you know, we got to find one last guy. We've got, like, three guys playing really well at our hawk right now. One of them's a sophomore, named Cordell Holzer, and he's competed extremely well at that spot, and, and I think if he continues to fight the way he has, he could hold on there, and but he just, he gets after it and he competes every single down, so. I really like our back six and our front, our front four. Or I say sorry, back five and our front four. They're gonna be very, very competitive.
0: Coach, we've talked about the Eastern AA in years past, and I know it only gets tougher and tougher every single year. This year, definitely uh, you know, no different, as Great Falls with Reed Harris is going to be good. Williams West returns a lot as well. Uh, senior doesn't look like they're taking anything off. The other teams have made uh, strides to being improved football teams as well. So what do you think about the Eastern AA this year?
1: I think it's a bloodbath, man. Um, you look at our conference schedule, and everybody like you said is getting better. So um, I don't think there's any we- in Double A. There really are no easy weeks anyway. But especially now, um, I feel like our conference has only just gotten deeper. You know, to me, West is the favorite in the state next year. I, uh, you know, just with what they return from the year before, and you know, and after you take West out, I think <coughs> there's a bevy of teams that really can compete for those uh, six. There are the five other playoff spots and week to week and how healthy teams stay and. you know, how lucky you are with the bounce of the ball is going to make a huge difference. But AA AA Eastern Conference is going to be a meat grinder this year.
0: Coach, let me get your thoughts on the fact that you guys are going to see two Western teams on the team. Last year, you didn't see any until the postseason. So, uh, getting the opportunity to see Capital and Sentinel on your schedule, what do you think about (laughs) seeing those two teams in non-conference?
1: Well, I think that we're going to get a really good evaluation of whether or not we're a good team or not right away. Because you've got capital, who's always solid, well coached. Um, they have great football tradition there. You know they should be one of the better teams in the conference. I think probably a top three team in the West, and you know they're going to really challenge us right out of the gate. And those first games are always just so weird because no one really knows what anyone has. So um, that's a really hard game, difficult game on the road for us to start off with, and it's a good challenge to to see where we need to go. And then our first, our home opener is against the defending state champion Sentinel Spartans and. You know, Dane does such a good job with those guys, and they've got an un- unbelievable amount of talent. And, you know, we just, we're just we going to find a lot out about our squad in those first first three weeks because week three we go two great balls high. So, I mean, those first three games for us I think are going to say a lot about where our team is going to stack up with the rest of the double-A. And I, I'm really excited about it because I I, I think we're going to be pretty good, but you don't really know until you hit the field.
0: Very true, very true. And, Coach, uh, we'll end with this. Um, just because we're seeing, I, I think, again, we're seeing a lot of really great quarterback play, and it feels like, okay, it's not just one or two teams with studs. There's a lot of teams with some really good play from that quarterback position. Uh, we talk about Kane Hewitt over at Helena. You talk about – uh, Reed Harris in the conference at Great Falls, Claunch over there at West as well. You've had great quarterbacks. One that comes to mind is Chris Brown. How electrifying he was um, in 2017 and 2018. So, what have you thought about the the level of play that we're seeing at the AA level? You think it's getting better and better across the board?
1: You know, I don't know. I, that's hard for me to say because I'm I'm just going to tell you when I first got into AA, you know, Brock Osweiler was the quarterback at Flathead, and then I don't know, go to the NFL and play quarterback. You must be pretty dang good. So. I, I'm, I don't wanna, maybe it is a little deeper, but every year I feel like the double eight just turns out a crop of great quarterbacks. It doesn't, it doesn't matter the year. I I truly feel like every year it's a battle and going into the all-conference all-state meetings, there's so many kids that are deserving of a first team all-state because they're that talented. And there's a lot of guys that get snubbed because of it. You know, I look at one of our kids, Callahan O'Reilly, in 2016 to me, was one of the best quarterbacks in the state. He, had, he led the league in passing, and he was still a second-team All-State kid. You know, I mean, there was just that many good quarterbacks in the double-A that year. So maybe it's a little deeper, but I feel like the AA a with the great coaching that everybody's getting in the double-A now, I just think the quarterbacks, the coaching's better, and I think that the players have continued to be very, very talented.
0: He is our featured guest, the head coach of the Bozeman Hawks, Levi Weshi, as he's been joining us on the Knock On Sports Show Hotline and here on the Knock On Sports Show Podcast. Coach, thank you so much for the time. Thanks for the insight to your program. And look very much forward to chatting with you again very soon as we get ready for games here in just a little over a month. Thanks, Anthony. I appreciate it. Thanks for all you
1: do for AA football.